And now, we return to the purveyors of real estate knowledge. Your Real Estate Chalk Talk. Hey there, welcome back to the program. This is your Real Estate Chalk Talk, and we are broadcasting from the Rack Shack Barbecue Studio in Egan, Minnesota. Once again, it's hitnergroup.com. That's the website that you want to go to to search for properties or Better yet, give us a call, 612-627-8000, 612-627-8000. We'd be happy to have a conversation with you about your real estate needs, either buying or selling. And that conversation, of course, is with no cost and absolutely no obligation. Okay, good news for you, Kelvin. I talked with a number of people this week, and size does not matter. Congratulations. Thank Congratulations. you very much. Thank you, everyone. And uh, so we're talking to some people who are looking for specific uh, needs to fit their family. Okay. Okay. And then I always, you know, you know how it is. The, the house, I want four bedrooms, I want this, and the and the house gets mm-hmm. generally gets bigger. And the, many of them are saying, no, that's too big. Mm-hmm. It's too big. Really? Uh, they don't want to maintain it. They don't yeah. want to clean it. You know, they want they want maybe... Are these people downsizing, smaller? I mean, so that was a huge challenge for, for Nikki and I when we were looking for our next home. Okay. And we were going from a two-story that was 3,100 square feet or something like that, and we had another child. Mm-hmm. And we're like, okay, here's our budget, and we're going to go out and shop. Everything within our budget was, like, so big mm-hmm. because we were looking for something with a pool and mm-hmm. da 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 right? Well, things the houses that had pools and all this, these were huge homes, like... High four thousand in the low five thousand square foot range, and we were like, I, "We're both super busy, three kids. We don't want to maintain a house like that, mm-hmm. right?" And it becomes a challenge for people. I have some folks right now that are downsizing, and they're not much older than I am, and they have children that are in elementary school still. Yeah, they're downsizing to a smaller home. Their house has a pool, and it has you know multiple bedrooms. It's large in Apple Valley. You know, it's like they don't want to maintain it. They got yeah. so much going on. When your kids start to be, yeah, I you know, that. that age, when you're getting into, the, you know, sports six days a week for yep. multiple children, it's just like, I don't have time for it. I don't have time for it. And that's wow. the same thing. Exactly the same conversation that I was having this week. And but, the same thing. These are not, these are, people are younger than I am. Yeah. You know, and a they start talking. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, most people are. So they talk about, <laughs> although you'd never know it from my no, life. No, a nice clean show. No, <laughs> so clean although... You talk to them and you talk about the size of the property. They still need the bedrooms. You know, yep. we still have, because they have kids. Mm-hmm. You know, we still want the bedrooms, but we don't want a 4,000 square foot house. How, how many bathrooms? You know, we don't want five bathrooms mm-hmm. because that's five bathrooms we got to clean. Mm-hmm. And if we have five bathrooms, the kids will go in five bathrooms. Yep. And, and you have boys? Yep. No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so, is that Are you seeing that same thing with cabins where people are shying away a little bit from getting a cabin or as well because they don't want another property to maintain then if they don't even want to maintain their current home is it affecting well many no actually because we're working oh. with some people right now who no. who they are downsizing uh because they, they spend so much time at the cabin mm. and so so reduce so their, their their their, their load. weekly maintenance right, right. Hmm. So it's an interesting, you know, hmm. twist because I have thought that no, and and so many, you know, for many of the builders years ago when we were actively building in in uh, we repped four different builders at the same time at one point, and there and the trend was for everything to be getting bigger, and even our our uh, Rambler townhomes that we were building, I mean, they were big, 
you know, some of them were 2,500 square feet on the main level. I mean, they're huge. You know, with full basements, you know how big that is? You walk mm-hmm. down into a 2,500-square-foot townhome and walk down in the basement that's unfinished. It looks like a bowling alley down wow. there. It's mammoth. Mm. Um, but you're starting just to see all that land cost is, you know, naturally is playing into that factor too. But Yeah. Well, the most of the building that's going on, there's the, like the bread and butter building that's going on around yeah. the metro. It's not that thirty four to thirty eight hundred square foot above grade two story. Right. And that was for a time. Yes. They were building just these massive homes. Mm-hmm. You walk in, it's got the big center stairwell up, yep. you know, yep. huge foundations, twenty two hundred square foot yep. foundations wow. on these these properties. And that was like bread and butter building. Mm-hmm. Right? The developments that were built there there are areas in Plymouth and Woodbury and, and Lakeville, one around the the lifetime there. Yeah. Just to the west of it. There's that. It's a DR Horde development. These yeah. houses are massive. Yeah, massive homes. Yep. And from a price point standpoint, now those are worth less, far less price per square foot, because there's not as much draw for them. So right. when they turn over, um, and comparing to the new construction that's coming on the market, mm-hmm. uh, pricing's a challenge with those properties. And when you're building a house with a footprint like that, now I mean you're talking about an eight nine hundred thousand dollar house. I mean, they're right, expensive correct. Expensive to build. Yep. And, uh, and you're not going to do that resale. I no. mean, as a as a, uh, a homeowner that owns a property like that, and you see them right here in, in Egan too, up at the old Diamond G Ranch. There, there's mm-hmm. some big homes, very big. in that Toll Brothers development. Yes, big homes. Yeah, gorgeous. Yep, they are, um, but they don't sell as well in terms of um, you know price per square foot, and mm-hmm. you know you certainly get more for your more money, for your money, mm-hmm. uh, and it does cost. They're still expensive. Yeah, they're expensive, mm-hmm. but yeah, and what what. What uh, I find interesting is that people are making a conscious decision to not purchase, not everybody, but just some, even to have the conversation. Because for years it was bigger, 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 bigger. How much can I get for the money? You know, what's the square footage? And and, uh, and for many times if it didn't have a, for me, a two-story with under 1,500 square feet on the main level feels tight, mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it feels tight, and and you get into where you don't have the formal dining room, you don't have the main floor office. A lot of times, you're going to have that garage is is a tuck under with a with a bedroom, you know, above the garage, sure. and stuff like that. And, and uh, but yeah, people who are consciously saying, "I don't want that because I don't want to maintain it," because we have other things going on yeah. in the in the world. Pretty interesting. Maybe something to consider, senior. Yeah, downsizing. Mm-hmm. God. I'd be out of my... Speaking of massive houses. Yeah, speaking of massive mm-hmm. houses is right. I'd be out of my house in two seconds. You drive, you fly over it and you're like, oh, look at that uh, athletic center down there. Like, <laughs> nice. Oh, that's a senior's that nice. place. <laughs> yeah. First sale. Told Sheila if she ever got hit by a car, uh, it would be a race. Either she's before she got to the mortuary or the first sale sign went in the front yard. It's gonna be, I don't know which one would happen sooner. <laughs> that's terrible. That's yeah, terrible. I know. I know. Well, speaking of inventory in the first segment, you know, with more houses coming on the market compared to last year, our market will get moved up, which is nice. I'm sure you guys are busy uh, with a lot of pre-approvals and things like that uh, going out. And as we're out shopping right now, you know, the sun's shining, Mm -hmm. 40, 50, 60 degrees on stretches of days. The snow is going away. Um, Our listing photos will be super drab. You know, we'll do... Mm -hmm. Punch up the color a little <laughs> right. bit. Uh, it's that time of year, though, where mm-hmm. things start to turn around. Hopefully, we don't get dumped on with a bunch of snow over the next month. Um, 
knocking on wood. Are there things crossing you're, my fingers? Are there things you guys should be doing right now as people are getting their homes ready as you're in the spring market to the outside that would help? You know, when you come around, you know what yeah, I, mean? I just had that conversation with the seller. Yeah, when you go outside, it's nice out, right? So, so people are starting to get out and scratch around. Just take a walk around the exterior of the house and take note of what's going on out there. Sometimes you've got some corner beads on your on the vinyl homes that are gotten busted up. You know, maybe you want to address some of that stuff. Just make start making a list if you're thinking of putting the house on the market. Our house, for example, our, our landscaping is just tired. You know, it's been in now for 19 years, 20 yeah. years. It's tired. And uh, it looks like it's been there a long time. So it's time to start picking away at some of that kind of stuff and replacing it. Uh, not that you're going to start working on that right now, but mm-hmm. if you're thinking of making a move in the spring or which is here. Maybe but. get on people's calendars if yeah. you get some landscaping yep. done or stuff like that. Exactly. Uh, otherwise, it's your, the basic stuff, you know. Start, th- you know, paint paint and carpet, clean paint and carpet. Start yeah. there. Yeah, but I'm stocking outside. Yeah, outside right now, you got of, a lot of the snow melting and it's yeah. and there's like salt Dog. debris and road mm-hmm. debris no. and things like that in your yard. Yeah. So it's not a bad idea, especially if you have a south-facing home and we're putting it on the market, yeah. a lot of your front yard is gone, I mean, especially with in terms of snow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so you can get out there with a rake a little bit on a dryer day. Just, just move it around a little bit. Just move it around a little bit. The stuff up. that's in the beds, too. You know, you've been shoveling and dumping snow on a specific spot. Right. There's road crud, car crud, all that stuff. At this time, you can get the hose out, wash that stuff down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's real drab and dusty on your front porches and things like that. You can pull your some pots back out and maybe put some grasses in it and things like that to get it looking nice at the front entryway. Oh, that's a good uh, idea. The conversation with the seller that I was having was it really depends on where the snow's at because mm-hmm. we got about two weeks here that we're, we're working on prepping on this particular home. Mm-hmm. It is a southeast-facing home, so okay. it does get a lot of sunshine right in the front of the house. And it's a small front yard, so most of it is going to be gone. Um, even the tree out front, you know, if you have your Christmas lights up, let's pull those down. Mm-hmm. You go around, you might find find a glove or two in the yard that your kid left out there. Yeah. There's going to be debris from yeah. uh, that didn't get picked up, garbage. Um, Dog I remember poop. as a kid, I grew up on a five-acre parcel. Yeah. He'd give me a nickel to go out in the yard and pick everything up. And I do the same with my son now today. Mm-hmm. In the springtime, I, I said, Keith, I'll pay you. You go out and you go around our yard, pick up all the garbage. Get out there and do that. Pick up all the garbage around the outside of the house because it's going to be there. Right. Folks, garbage and, cans and fell dog, over. And dog the dog doo-doo, man. I I, I love five cents a turd. I love cats and dogs, but I hate cats and dogs <laughs> in terms of my daily business. Yeah. Um, went out the other day to a property, and I'm tiptoeing around their yard, dog crap everywhere. And then you go inside, and it smells like cat pee and, and, and dog pee. And it's like, oh, gosh, guys, we got to. And they're renters, so it's mm-hmm. like, you guys got to get out. We need to sell this property. Yeah. You know? uh, um, love cats and dogs, but I hate <laughs> cats and dogs in the same breath. So Right. We're going to have to break. Give us a call, 612-627-8000, or log on to our website, hittnergroup.com. Get that. Frank Shack attack. Frank Shack.